What's up, all you freaks and geeks of the world? It's your fairy sex mother, and I'm here with another episode for the Sex Experience Podcast. If you hear a little dangling in the background, it's my dog. He just got a bath, and now he's trying to dry himself off. And y'all know how that go when a dog has a collar, and they just get to... So if you hear the dangling, it's him. But as you can hear... I'm not here. What, Selena? As you can see by the title... I'm going to talk about five natural ways that you can improve your sex life. And, yeah, that's just about it because I'm not going to sit here and talk about pills or any of, like, the herbs and stuff because I'm not a doctor. And, nope, I don't do that kind of research. This is just stuff that you can do for yourself or they can do for you, whatever you can do for them. Bada bing, bada boom, ba bam. Okay. And yeah, that's it. So, number one is watch what you eat and your hygiene. Plain and simple. Honestly, you guys, there's people out there who don't drink water. Be careful. And if you don't drink water, it's like you should. Water is so natural. And if you don't like the way that it tastes, you know, there are natural alternatives to water. And it still helps flush your system out and still does what water is supposed to do for you. Because, ew. And if someone doesn't drink water whatsoever, but they drink, like, soda, juices all the time, your secretions taste disgusting. I'm just, I'm sorry. They just don't taste good. Why do you think every time you ejaculate in someone's mouth, they instantly want to spit it out? It tastes disgusting. You have to literally, to have a healthy sex life, you have to eat right. You have to take care of your body because sex in some way, shape or form, no matter who is doing the work, it is somewhat of a workout. Like you are moving your body, you're moving your limbs. There is blood rushing to a certain area. Um, You have to push through certain things. You're waiting for a big release to come. Like, hello, don't that sound like you going to the gym? And you go on for like a 30-minute workout and it's like you're almost done. And as soon as you get like to that last 30 seconds and you're like, just keep pushing through. You got this. And the instructor is just yelling at you and you're just like, what the fuck? I'm tired. But it's like, I'm almost there. And stop. And then boom, it's an explosion because it's like, yes, I'm done. That's your come. That's your climax. That's your orgasm and stuff like that. So it's just like that. It's a workout. If you don't take care of yourself, then it's just going to be trash. Like, simple as that. Your hygiene is the same thing. After you have sex, or if you can, because in some situations you're not able to, you know, swipe, swipe, sniff, sniff, make sure everything's okay before you have sex. But if you can, and as much as possible, make sure you brush your teeth before and after oral. Make sure you pee use the bathroom it gets the bacterias out of your body or it helps get some of them out to reduce the possibility of you getting a uti or a yeast infection or anything like that like just go to the bathroom possible take a shower yes the sex was really good and we want to chill and relax and just bask in the moment because it's like oh my gosh why you just fuck me like that like uh uh-huh Get it. I get it. I totally understand it. But get your ass up and just take care of yourself. And it's not even just 
for like that was all for your own personal benefit letting you know how you're going to taste and how you're going to smell because both of those things do go play a part in how you smell the cleaner and healthier you are the sluttier you will be to your partner your partner is going to slut you out think about it just think about it, think about it, think about it think about it Everybody at one point, not everybody, but most people at one point when Kevin Gates was first coming out, like, I eat booty. I eat drink a booty. Everybody was like, ew, uh-uh. He eat ass, you shit from there. Like, all those weak-ass statements. And then there was, like, another side of people that was like, I mean, I was on the side of shit. I mean, because I knew that... I took care of myself the way that I was supposed to, and so does my partner. So if we both take care of ourselves, and I know his patterns and he knows mine, why not? Why not slut each other out? Why not do kinky things with each other that is just just nasty? Why not literally be what we want in that moment? And that's just to be the biggest slut ever. I'm not saying that I call him a slut. But, you know, like, when you slut each other out, like, don't let him just slut you out. Don't let one person just be slutted out the entire time. Slut they ass out. They might like it. Just for the one time, just treat them like, yeah, I'm in control. You're going to take whatever I'm giving. But think about it. You're not going to do that with somebody that you know that's dirty. You're not going to do it with somebody who don't brush their teeth every day. You're not going to do that with someone who doesn't... um Wash their ass every day. You're not going to do that with somebody who doesn't drink any water. And especially if they secretions are salty. Because who? Especially if your secretions are bad. If you do not take care of your body like you're supposed to. And whatever your orgasm when you come, squirt, nut, bust. Whatever word you want to use when you do that. You will literally affect the other person's body inside and out. If his sperm is bad and it gets inside of you, it's going to sting. Number one, it's in your ass because uh-uh, it's going to sting. Two, if it goes inside of your vagina, it can cause you to have some type of bacterial infection or worse. If it goes on your body, your body could start like breaking out to it because it just feels acidic. Or if it gets on your face, ugh, ew, take care of your body. Wash your booty. Wash your penis. Pull, pull it back. You know, if you're not circumcised, and even if you are circumcised, just pull the skin, clean it. Ladies, water goes in the vulva, goes between the lips before where the hair grows, water. Outside, wash it, soap and water. Clean, wash your legs, wash your feet. Yes, the water does drip down from the shower, like to your ankles and stuff like that. But you need to go down there and literally scrub it because dead skin grows everywhere and it has to all shed at some point. That's all I'm saying. Okay's, okay's, okay's. Number two is switch up the location. Switch it up. Why do you think hotel sex is so great? Why do you think people talk about it so much? Like switch it up. You don't necessarily, and I'm not saying switch it up as in go catch a sex offender charge. Like, I'm not saying go have sex in your car or anything like that. You know, a vibe is a vibe and, you know, peace be still. But when I say switch up the location, I mean, like, travel, go somewhere. Even if you live in a small city, go to the closest, biggest city to you and get a room of some sort and just vibe with each other. 
experience life together. Because nothing is sexier than let's say you going on a little zizai, a little date. And not even a little date, y'all going on a little mini vacay, mini vacations. Everything doesn't have to be freaking three to five days or four to six, seven days, whatever the case may be. Do a little mini vacay for the weekend. You go out and you are in another city. It's not that far from you. Like the closest one, probably like a one to three hour drive. Y'all could take turns, listen to a playlist in a car, vibe with each other, watch nature, you know, whatever you do when you guys go on car rides together. And then you get to the hotel and you see, or the Airbnb and you see how pretty it is. Like it's, the pictures don't even do it justice. And it's like, oh my gosh, I'm finna relax. And then as soon as you guys put your bags down, it's just either an intimate moment or you're about to go out and see the town. Regardless of which one, literally it was a build up towards an awesome time. Sometimes you have to build it up. Not everybody wants to have sex like, hey, bend over. No. Sometimes you have to course your partner and just, like, plan surprise, surprise trips like that, change the location, or just you guys have to sit down and plan those things together because you never know, like, what you could need to just boost the sex. And everyone, not everyone, but every, uh, I keep saying it again, people who have hotel sex, and they always, like, kind of sort of brag about it or, like, they elevate it. It's because it feels good to be in a different place and try it. You feel like you're trying new things or you just feel like it's more, it's more disgusting. It's more nasty. It's more freaky and kinky to get it on at a different location in some sheets. And then you could literally just be getting your back blown in. And it's just like, can't nobody judge you. Whereas you might be at home and might be like a little timid about letting it be known that you're having sex or whatever the case may be. Just get out and enjoy life together. See the town together. Nothing's more sexy than you going out and you see your partner just interacting with other people and just having fun. You guys are having fun together. You're just taking pictures and you're out and you're happy. Boom, 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 boom. And then you get back and be like, you know what? I want to do the nasty with you. I want to put my thumb all over you and see where it takes you. You know, like switch it up. Even if, like, you don't want to drive or go too far out of town, it's nothing wrong with literally being in your city and getting a hotel room in the city that you stay in and just do whatever's in the city. You live there for a reason. So you know what's going on. Move. I'm not talking to you. Move. And you still going to sit here and smile. Sanji, move. Thank you. But anyways, switch it up. Switch up the location. Get out. See the town and enjoy life together. Enjoying life together just does nothing but build more emotions for you to understand why you feel the way that you feel about this person. So I'm saying, switch up the location. Foreplay. I know you guys all saw the video that was going viral on Twitter, Instagram, social media of the owner of Sexual Essentials talking about um, 18 to 14 min, 18 to 40 minutes of stimulation. It takes up to, it takes between 18 to 40 minutes to stimulate a woman. What are we in the rush for? I'm just trying to figure out like, why is it an issue to wait that long? Of course, if we're not in the position to wait that long, that's understandable. But if we are in the position 
to wait that long? Hold on. Sanji, go to your room. Because why would you do that? Lay down. Lay down. Thank you so much. I don't know if you guys heard that or not, but he was literally in my ear whining because he wants a ball that's already out. No. Sit down. And now he has that attitude. But anyways, if we're in the position to have foreplay and really like vibe with each other, why not do it? Why take such a short amount of time? Why rush into it? Why move so fast? Sanji, stay in your room. Stay in your room. Thank you so much. And do not get up. Why we got to rush? Where are we going? If we know that we are about to engage in sexual activity with one another, where the fuck do we got to go? Why not take your time? Why not sit around and play with each other? Why not put on a performance for each other? Like, why not make it sexy? Like, why we got to sit here and rush into it? It don't even have to be just eating pussy. Like, jack your dick for me. Bend over. Turn around. Let me see you play with your ass for me. Get up and dance for me. Shake that ass for me. Get up. Dance with me. Vibe with me. Let me give you a massage real quick. Let me play with your toes real quick. Play with your pussy for me. Spit on my dick and watch me jack it. I'm not saying everybody has to do all that stuff. Get a toy. Watch, watch me play with it, and I'm going to tell you when I'm ready for you to stick it in. Hello? Like, where the fuck are we going? I was so confused when I saw everybody on social media was just like, what the fuck? It's too long. It's too long. That's too long. Sit down. You need to catch up. Where the fuck are we going if we're in such a hurry? Take your time because half of the time you're a quick pumper anyways. Or you just take, you literally, as soon as you get in, the excitement builds up. I shouldn't have said quick pumper because that sounds offensive. But the excitement for you builds up. And then at the most unexpected or the worst time, you come. And it's like some women are not ready. And I'm just going to say that like for women in general, a lot of women, it's like between 60 plus percent of women have not had an orgasm. If some of them come from the sex not being long enough, they cannot be with, they're not with somebody or they cannot find someone who can satisfy them long enough for that to happen. But if we took more time into what happens before the actual penetration or before the whatever goes inside and however they come, whatever makes sex come off very fast for other people, whatever. What are we doing before then? Are we just eating pussy for like five minutes? Are we just sucking dick for two minutes? Are we just swipe, swipe? Okay, let's go in. Are we just spit starting it? Are we using just some lube and then keeping it pushing? Are you putting on a condom and then just trying to stick it in? Just like whatever. Are we licking the ass? Like, are we seriously licking it or are we just spitting into it? What are we doing? Let's take our time. Because where the fuck 
do you have to go? I really, and that's an actual question. So if you follow me on any of my social media, just like screenshot this episode and tell me where the fuck you got to go. And when you tell me where you have to go, then I will let you know if it makes sense or not for you to speed up into foreplay. But if you ain't got nowhere to fucking go, then sit down there and take your time. Build up the anticipation because I promise you the release is going to feel even better when you take your time. Take your time. Take your time. Okay, boom. Number four is discuss fetishes and fantasies with each other and possibly come up with a compromise. Some fetishes and fantasies probably not going to be able to come true because of whatever reason. If you've ever seen the show Sex Education um, on Netflix, what was her name? Lily. Um, She believed in aliens. Not saying aliens are real, not saying they're not real, but just for the sake of the conversation, she believed in aliens and she liked the idea of alien sex and stuff like that. And if possible, Lily would want to be active with an alien until an alien comes down and actually presents themselves. Then for right now, it's not going to be technically possible for it to happen. So if your partner is into those kind of fantasies and stuff, what is a compromise that you two can do for it to feel as if their fantasies are coming true? There are some fetishes and fantasies that are able to come true. For example, one is double penetration. People feel like, first of all, let's put it out there, people engage in double penetration every damn near every time they have sex. To penet- what does penetration mean? Penetration or to penetrate something means to insert. So let's say you're having sex and then you're kissing. Your tongue is inserted in my mouth. Our lips are inserting in each other. Your penis is inserted in my vagina or your penis is inserted into my buttocks. Boom, let's switch it around. Let's say we're doing 69, double penetration. Your lips are on mine and your penis is in my mouth. Penis and vagina, thumb and butt, double penetration. Penis and butt, thumb and mouth, double penetration. You know, like vagina on vagina, vagina in the mouth, vagina in the mouth, double penetration. Like a lot of people engage in double penetration, finger and finger. So if your partner is into that kind of thing, try to see if you can take it a step further and see if you're comfortable with it. If you're not comfortable with your partner sleeping with, like, let's say, for example, a person wants to sleep with two men or two penises at the same time, but your partner is not comfortable with that idea. They don't feel like that's something they could be okay with. So what's a good alternative? An alternative could be for you to invest in a dildo, one that is the size that you are both comfortable with or really with the person who's taking it comfortable with because if it ain't going inside of you, it really don't matter. But think about it. Get a dildo. Because that way, while you're being your partner back in, you can watch them suck dick. And it's like not another person's dick. It's just a wall dick (laughs) or a shower dick. (laughs) It's just a dildo. That's not that bad. Well, of course, that's for you and your partner to discuss if you feel like that's bad or not. But that's just a suggestion on what you could do if your partner does like to engage in double penetration. Let's say your partner likes to engage in pain. And 
you are not comfortable with using equipment such as a paddle, a flogger, or a whip. Improvise. See if you can use a shoe. I'm just playing. <laughs> but improvise. See how far you can go with your hand. And then if you feel like your hand is... um you're able to go past that. That's what I'm trying to say. If you're able to go past your hand, see what you can use in your house that is equivalent to those things and still has that sting that they're looking for. There's a compromise and there's a, there's a loophole to everything, to everything. Lawyers can find loopholes in contracts. So, Hey, (laughs) it's a loophole to everything. So when you look, or not look, when you have that discussion with your partner, try to figure out what's a great way for you guys to compromise. But when you have this conversation with your partner, please be open. Like, don't sit there and judge them based off of how they feel. Because for one, you're their partner. So you're supposed to love them for whatever, or you're supposed to care and feel a very strong connection towards them no matter what happens, unless it just disrespects you as a person then that's when another conversation is had. But for the sake of this conversation, if your partner is telling you like what they're into and stuff, even if it's something that you yourself have never engaged in or you feel like it's crazy or weird, just have the conversation with them and talk to them about it because literally them telling you they like this kind of thing, it can make you think about, oh, well, if you're into this, let me see if I can find a way for me to be comfortable with something in that realm and it can make you come harder. Hello? Communication is key to having great sex. But I feel like I shouldn't have said, I don't have to say that because everybody should know that. Especially if you're having, if you're sexually active, you should have astounding communication. Because if you don't have good communication, you're not going to be able to tell someone how to fuck you or how to treat you in the bedroom. And if you can't tell someone how to treat you in the bedroom, then your sex is probably not as good as you would like for it to be. Another natural way for you to relieve, or not relieve, another natural way for you to improve your sex life is getting to know yourself. Masturbate. Masturbate, feel your body. When you look in the mirror every morning or whenever you wake up and you just look at yourself, what is the first thing you look at? Do you look at your flaws? Do you sit there and be like, ew, look at that pimple. Oh my God, my boobs look crazy. Oh, my teeth ugly as fuck. Oh, look at my eyes. Look at this. Look at that. Like, do you always sit there and talk about the bad things that you got going on when you look at yourself? Or do you give yourself positive affirmations? Do you look at yourself and be like, damn, I'm cute as fuck. Look at these little eyelashes. But guess what? I still got a nigga though. Period. Do you look at yourself and like appreciate who you are? When you have confidence within yourself, it reflects in your sex life. Can you look at yourself naked and be comfortable? Even if you do want to change it, Like, change it however you want to. That's perfectly fine. But still love who you are. You're just making this decision because you feel like it's a good decision for you to make. That's it. But when you look at yourself naked, do you love who you are inside and out? And if you feel like you don't, love on yourself. Feel your body. When you get in that shower and you got that good soap, that good lather, rinse and repeat, hello, and you just like feeling on your legs with your body, with your body scrub or your washcloth, whatever. And you feeling on yourself 
and you're just touching all on your body, you're feeling yourself get clean, and along with feeling yourself get clean, you just feel all your curves and freckles and frets and specks, your stop sign, your go sign, your yellow sign, all that stuff. Like, you just feeling yourself. And when you feel yourself, do you like what you feel? Or are you just in the shower like, all right, just got to be in here long enough to know that I'm clean? If you have time to feel yourself, feel yourself. Catch your vibe. What feels good? Because if it feels good to you and you doing it to you, it's going to feel good when somebody else do it to you. Hello? Because all you got to do is what? Let them know. I like it when you touch me like this. I like it when you touch me like that. I like to be touched like this. Kiss here. I like this. When you're able to say those things, your sex is going to be like, whoop, 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 whoop. Hello? It's going to be knocking at the door like, do, 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 do. I'm finna bust. So boom. And the last thing, of course, is to reduce your stress levels. I'm saying, of course, but a lot of times people are very stressed and they and (laughs) sex is a stress reliever. Yes. But you also have to be like your body and your mind has to be at the same space because some people will have sex and you're only having sex because your partner is asking for it, not because you sincerely want to. Because you might have had a stressful day or you don't really feel in the mood or you just blah, 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 whatever your reason is. And you still have sex and it doesn't feel the same because mentally you're not there. Physically, you could be because the body's natural reaction to intercourse is to secrete, which is to get wet. It's just the body's natural reaction and stuff like that. But... If you're not mentally there, then your body is just going to be like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, why are we here? If you're like, your body has to be intact with your mind. If they're not intact with one another, it's just going to feel weird. Reduce your stress levels. Don't do anything that you don't want to do. Make sure you do things that genuinely make you happy because sex is a beautiful and wonderful thing and it can make you happy. It's a stress reliever. Sex is like a tea after a long day. Sex is like that blunt you hit after you've been out all morning. Sex is like getting a dozen roses randomly just because. Sex is a beautiful thing. You just have to figure out what kind of sex for you is a beautiful thing. But once you figure out what sex works for you, whether it's self-sexual healing or you have sexual healing or you have sex with somebody else, it's a beautiful thing. So why be stressed when you have something beautiful happening at the moment? Learn to reduce your stress levels. And if your partner is the one making you stressed, hello, reduce it. Subtract them from the equation because you matter. You are more important. And if you want to have great sex, you have to be happy. Not saying like I'm forcing you. Be happy, bitch. Like I'm not saying that. But you know, be happy. If you're not happy, figure out what you need to do in order to be happy so that way you can enjoy it. Easier said than done, of course. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I'll see y'all at the next one. Bye.